What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Backstop Banter. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to go live at 9. Uh, it's, uh, you know, what, 9.23 right now? We're... Yeah, listen, Wayne Michael, nothing, not a single thing to do with me, by the way, people. Just throwing it out there, how unprofessional Michael is. It's unbelievable. He's bringing me down, people. He's bringing me down. You know, I mean, as you guys can see, this probably looks different for my camera. Um, I don't know what's going on with my computer. Did a Zoom call a couple of days ago, and now my screen, my camera will not go. I had my microphone going, and it was working fine, but the screen just or the camera wouldn't work. So right now we're going to try to do this by our phone. So if you see a lot of my hands coming at you, it's because I'm getting pop ups as we speak right now. But uh, yeah, we're going to try to push through this and uh, see how well we can make this work while I you try know, well, to I reset my computer. Free. Like, I got nothing well, to I appreciate Why not? I mean, why not? All right. Well, with that, well, you know, Michael, let me not get ahead of myself. How are you doing besides, you know, all this uh, commotion? How are we doing? Was doing great. Um, not doing so well now because I would like to be able to be on my computer to actually do this stream. But other than that, you know, got a lot of done at work today. Okay. It's been a little stressful at work uh, just for the fact one, we're getting in the holidays. It's retail stuff. Oh, I and, know, Michael. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah. You know, cutting those watermelons and everything gets very rough for you. I can understand. It but does. What kills me, or what's killing me, is getting a tra- or transition into my new job, and I'm the second in command now, assistant store manager. So trying to take on new roles and understand them. So it, it's been difficult. But today was a good day. Tomorrow's break. Got to be at work at five a.m. Yeah, at least no I'll thanks. be out hopefully by two. I'm good. Makes the day. Go back quicker. How about you? How you been doing, Connie? Oh, you know, why not? We're living the dream. I, I found out that I don't have class tomorrow now because uh, I, was supposed, I was supposed to film something tomorrow. <laughs> the uh, actors that we had can't go anymore. So uh, that, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a film major, Michael. Come on. Well, not really. I'm a digital media production. So, you know, I got to film things, make movies out here. Gotcha. I've made some wonderful things. But yeah, so the actors we had can't do it anymore, which means I got off because tomorrow's supposed to be a production day, which means mm-hmm. I got nothing to do now. But uh, we're chilling now. We are we're a okay, we Michael. We are a okay. But with that being said, let's get right on in to what everybody's you know talking about the World Series. We have our champions, Michael. You were correct. Look at you, Michael. The Braves are World Series champions. A kind of. An improbable run in, in a lot of ways, man. It was – it didn't look good at some points. <laughs> it, it really oh, did not look good not. at some points. Um, you know, Acuna goes down, you know, just to bring up some of the things that makes it so unbelievable. So, at the All-Star break, you know, Mike, that's the midpoint of the season. That's, mm-hmm. you know, by then we, we usually know what teams are good, what teams aren't, blah, blah, blah. They were 44 and 45. They were they under. They a were a million. under five hundred team. They were not a right. good team. Um, I think by the All Star break they had lost Acuna as well, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure somewhere. It was at least before the trade deadline. It was very close to the trade deadline because that's when they made the move to get Adam Duvall back. Yes, what a season, of course. And as you guys can tell, unwrapped over there on Facebook. Make sure you go check us out over there and on YouTube. Uh, we can't see your comments on Twitter anymore. We're a little disappointed about that. So Twitter, I'm going to need you guys to get your get it together, okay? Cuz you. you're killing us. Killing Listen, us. Michael, don't you worry. I'm 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 doing great. 
I, I know what I'm doing here. Uh, so make hey, sure you, you know, Connie. One thing I want to say that, you know, and I thank you for that because, you know, I, I am a God-fearing man, but I'm actually <laughs> in the works trying to get where we might actually be broadcast on my local radio station. So that would be very cool. And obviously, we definitely got to watch what we say on that sometimes. I got to watch you know what? That's some of the things a lot I of fines right there. That's a lot of fines right there. That's right. Um, but, yeah, so go check out the YouTube. Make sure you check out uh, the Facebook as well. So we can, you know, see your comments. We like interacting with everybody, of course. Listen, I, I Michael is my co-host. Love the man. Big, big fan of Michael. Big fan. Oh, thank but you. he annoys me, you know? So I need somebody else to talk to, okay? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. The love Michael, of my you feel life, the same too. way about me. Don't worry. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I mean, I don't know how. I'm fantastic. But anyway. I love you to so, the moon and stay there. Like I said, 44 and 45 at the All-Star break, Michael. I will give you a hint. I don't know if you've seen this number or not. Of what do you think the chances of them winning the World Series was at that point? At that point, I mean, even in our show, we said the NL East is absolutely horrible. There's no way that they do anything. Uh, we thought this was going to be the Mets, and they blew it. And then we were like, well, maybe the Braves. And then, of course, Kenya got hurt. I would say... I mean, I would say it was almost probably like 1,500 to 1, and that's me just trying to guess at those odds. But uh, they were probably around like no, no, Give me a percentage here. Give me a percentage. Okay, uh, percentage. I would say they probably had a 15% chance to win. Oh, Michael, you are so cute. Is it? Imagine 15%. You wish it was 15. Michael, it was a point. Three. Oh, they had my. a point three chance. Wow. Three percent chance. Goodness. Thanks for saying I'm cute, by the way. Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta do my good deed for the day. I gotta lie sometimes. Um, but yeah, Thank a point three percent chance to win the World Series at that point. And then, Michael, do you know what they did after the All Star break? Oh, I say it went down after the All Star break. Oh no, Michael! They went forty-four and twenty-eight to end the season. Oh, you're saying the whole year? I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant what the percentage went right after because you know they their accident and everything like that. So they went. What was their final record? Forty-four and what? They went forty-four and twenty-eight after the All Star break. Wow, that's that was honestly that was unnoticed there. No, it was because you know you started looking at a lot of the teams. Um, the Yankees had that run where they won like what seventeen games in a row. Then they, yeah, then you had the uh, you had Cardinals. the Cardinals win their win all those games in a row. You had the Dodgers who had the best record in baseball, actually, believe it or not, uh, after the All Star break. So they were kind of a team that was just there, and it was mm-hmm. it was mainly because you know they were under five hundred at that yeah. point. I think that they are only the second team in MLB history, by the way to win the World Series after being 500 at the All-Star break. I believe it's like wow. the Cardinals in like 19-something. Um, I can't remember the exact date, but an improbable run. It really was. Uh, you know, they lose Acuna. They lose another outfielder, I believe. They had um, Ozuna, who with, Ozuna. had a bunch of domestic uh, violence charges. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't get hurt or anything, but he never played again because uh, that's all being investigated as it should be. Right. So they literally had to go out and remake their offense, or, or remake their entire outfield. They got 
They went and got Jock Peterson from the Cubs. I believe he was mm-hmm. on, right? Uh, they went out and got Solaire, who I actually, when I was you know doing some research for this, it said that he was batting 182 at the All-Star break when they got him. Oh, wow. They were in desperation, actually. They went out and got Duvall. I mean, no, they, they had no reason. And you know what, Michael? Here's the very interesting thing, and I don't know if you've thought about it this way either. If they're in any other division in baseball, they don't win the World Series this year. They're going to make the playoffs. No, no, I don't even think it's that. Uh, because, you know, well, I mean, yes, that is technically true, but I mean it in this way. The only reason that they went out to make trades was because they knew that the division was so bad and that they were never out of it. Right. Like, if this is a different division and they're out of it, they're like, okay, well, we're not going to make trades to make our team better. We're obviously not going to make the playoffs this year. They only made those trades because they knew the division was bad and Mm -hmm. that they still had a chance at it. And it's crazy to think, like, so many things have to happen in order for you, you know, to go on and win the World Series. I think baseball really is the ultimate, like, what-if kind of sport. It really is to me. because. Let's just take this. What if the Cardinals go on that 17 or whatever 19-game win streak like mm-hmm. two weeks later? Like they started it two weeks later. That probably carries them into the World Series. What if the Yankees go on their run, you know, late in late in September into October? They could win the World Series. What if, mm-hmm. you know, the Dodgers don't lose Muncie or, and, and things like What if they don't lose Dustin May and, and all of those of those things? Right. It's such a it's such a weird sport, and we sit here and we always try to predict it. And obviously, we do that because you know we love watching it, and and this is what you do on shows. You you sit down and you try to predict things and see if you're going to be right about it. And it is so hard to do it. Like it, baseball doesn't make sense. I really feel like basketball. You you usually the best team wins. I mean, I can't really think of a time where the team where we looked at a team were like, wow, I cannot believe they won. I mean, maybe when. What was it? The Mavericks? All the, no, no, no. All those usually eight seed. What, what eight seed was it that won the, the that won a title, or that or they at least won the first round? Oh shoot! Well, I want to say you know the Mavs was definitely one that people questioned because it was just Dirk, and they were going yeah. up against LeBron and everyone. So yeah, I definitely think them. Uh, I mean, you look at you look at football. Sometimes you can kind of say that a team won that you didn't think, um, mm-hmm. but usually. They they end up a better team ends up winning because I, even though it's it's one game, the better mm-hmm. team usually does win that one game. Basketball when you have the best players, you usually win. I really do think if you ranked the Braves roster, there's no way that they're the best team in baseball. I'm sorry, there's there's not a chance that they're the best team in baseball. I think the Dodgers are better. I think the Giants had a better roster this year. I think Houston mm-hmm. was actually a better team. I think the Rays were a better team. I think the Yankees were a better team. I mean, all it's so weird. It really is about getting hot at the right moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even losing uh, Morton during the World Series yeah. with a broken foot, goddess on that. And then, you know, you think even – the other ones that you mentioned that were not there, Acuna and so on, like everything that went wrong with this team, it's like it ne- never stopped. It did not matter what they did. They were just going to win. Like 
I even thought when the pearl necklace broke, I was like, oh no, like it's over with. Like this is the superstition that That's just the happened. Bad juju. Yeah, like and Jock said that somebody flew out and it cost so many thousands of dollars to get made and put back together. It didn't matter what went on, they were just winning this World Series. I think everyone almost thought it was going to be game six, win World Series. It just even I watched the full game of that one and it was like everything that could happen was just like, nope, it's that's it's going to raise away. It doesn't matter. Yep. That's definitely going to be a strikeout call right here. Yep. It just, everything that happened was just flat out. It was the Braves time. And sometimes you just can't stop the baseball gods. We know that. Yeah. I mean, and then, you, you know, you, you do start looking at the numbers and you can kind of understand it. Uh, so they had a postseason ERA as a team of 3.28. And that's, that's very good. Like your pitching was very good during the world series, obviously. And, mm-hmm. When I think, I think baseball is is the ultimate. Like, it's weird. Like, momentum doesn't matter to me in baseball because you can go out and win twenty five nothing in a baseball game, and oh, all the momentum's on our side. Mm-hmm. And then the next game, the pitcher has the game of his career and shuts you out. Like, momentum doesn't mean anything, but in a weird way, it does. Pitchers might be the most important position in all of sport. And and I know that sounds crazy. I mean, you obviously look at the NFL and quarterbacks. You don't have a good quarterback. You can't really win. But, I mean, even then, there's been, you know, situations where, you know, with defense and carry, you look at the, you know, the the Ravens uh, in 2000. You look at the 85 Bears and, and all that. Like, mm-hmm. none, those teams didn't have, you know, those great quarterbacks. But pitchers might be the most position in all of sports just because if they're good that day – you win, and, and you don't even have to be good for the season. Like I said, if you are good that day, you're you're the team savior. And if you're bad that day, your your team is probably going to end up losing, unless you know the bats go crazy and they can dig themselves out of a hole. But I think I think pitching gets underrated in this era, especially just because you know we're kind of so used to all the home runs and, and, you know, the, the big numbers and how far some of these home runs go and the analytics of, oh, that ball was 120 miles an hour off the bat and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you look at pitching and if you don't have it, it's it's hard for you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. But at the same time, uh, I do think baseball does have somewhat of momentum. Um but obviously, like you said, a pitcher can shut it down at any time if they've got their stuff. But sometimes I think the batters, and it's almost you can kind of see it, it's contagious when one gets a hit and they just get pumped up. It's almost like the ball is a beach ball coming down to them. It doesn't matter what's going on. Like even watching the Braves, like obviously I'm a Reds fan and you see the pitchers and I've watched, you know, as far as the, the speed and everything, it's pretty much the same what was going on. But I felt like when the Braves pitchers, whoever it was, the starting pitcher or the opening pitcher it didn't matter it looked like it had a lot more pop to it and there was no way Houston was catching up to it it almost looked like they were trying to hit a needle with their bat there was just no way nothing that they could do was going to have with that and of course that again is going with the pitchers but I also felt like the batters for the Braves it didn't matter what was going on they were making contact no matter what and that's why for the fans that are even watching this right now like you can't be a casual fan when and, and love baseball. Like you know, it, it's very suspenseful. If you're watching it just to be watching it, like 
I'm sorry, there's more that you could be doing. You could be playing Among Us on your phone right now instead of just casually watching baseball. Like that's you you can't just you know watch they can't it. Be watch doing? It. You know what they can't do and and play Among Us and watch us, Mike, because we're very entertaining. Top that's tier. Right. That is right. Top tier. But but when you watch the game and learn it and see what's gonna go on and see what these managers and pitchers are thinking, like O2 count, okay, obviously I'm gonna to try to get him to chase something in the dirt or a Two and zero count. Okay, he's got to pitch something close because he can't get behind three and zero. So I'm ready to swing. Getting the kind of mindset. It it truly is a chess game, and, and I think sometimes the momentum helps those chess games out too. So I will agree with you, but I also want to disagree a little bit and say that I do think batters have also quite a bit of. Uh, sorry, I think I'm gonna fix my problem here. Oh, of, uh, of momentum too. There we go. Oh, no, I can absolutely agree with that. It's definitely not all on the starting pitcher, but I think, like I said, mm-hmm. in, in our time uh, of baseball right now, we've kind of, you know, gotten away from them. Like, we obviously I know agree. that some of them, like, some of them are great. You know, you look at DeGrom, you look at <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Cole, you look at Walker Buehler had a great year this year. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Robbie Ray probably going to win the Cy Young in the AL this year. So I think we've gotten away from appreciating, you know, what good pitching does. Uh, especially mm-hmm. in the era of the bullpen too, because it's it's sort of like, oh, your, your starting pitcher wasn't good today. Well, we're just going to go to the bullpen anyway. But, you know, right. those workhorse – like what Max Free did in, in game six. Uh, I think he pitched six innings. I don't think he gave up a run. Like, like that's important. Cause, Absolutely. <clears throat> because here's the thing. The Braves had just lost a game at home where they hit a, a grand slam. You probably I, – I thought the game was over. I thought they were ending oh, in five. Was it first I inning thought, grand slam? Yeah, first inning grand slam. And then all of a sudden I, I come back and I look the next inning and – wow, was that a catch? What just happened? Um, Sorry. Distracted by the football game real quick. Um, But, you know, you look at, at that game and I, I, I turned it off and I turned it back on and, and next thing I know the game was tied. And then I turned it back off. I turned it back on, and, and they were losing. <laughs> so it's it's almost like, yeah, the bats can do a lot, but if you just don't have the pitching, nothing happens. Oh, like yeah. if you took Max Freed from Game Six and could have put him in Game Five, the series is over in five. Like the the pitching really, you know, determines a lot. And it was just it was it was kind of an improbable run. And mm-hmm. you know, like I said, they had a team postseason ERA of three point two eight. And then here's the other thing, too. You know, you look at their bullpen. They played – they were unbelievable as well. Will Smith and Jesse Chavez, 17 mm-hmm. in the third innings. Michael, what was – how many runs did they give up? 15 to third – three? Zero. Zero? That is zero wow. ERA, 17 to third inning. Uh, I mean, it's, it's little things like that. You need contributions from everybody. And, you know, I, I really do like what you said, too, that, you know, baseball really is that chess match because I've talked to a lot of people. Obviously, we have a baseball show, Michael. We like baseball. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. And, excited. you know, I, I talk to those people and it's always like, oh, I don't like baseball. It's kind of boring. I'm like, well, do you understand it? And not even right. in like a condescending way. It's do, like, do you understand what's going on? Like legitimately. And they're like, no, not really. Like I never got into it. And I'm like, that's why you don't like it. Yeah, I like you. Baseball is a sport you kind of have to understand to appreciate, and I know that that you know probably drives some people away because some people just want to sit down and watch a sport and be like, okay, I know the general idea, like football. Listen, they got to get into the end zone. It's simple enough. 
you know, <laughs> basketball, the, the, the ball has to go, go in the hoop simple enough. Right. But baseball, it really is all those little things. It's the it's the one-two count. Am I going to, you know, make, try to make him chase? Am I going to, you know, what what areas of the strike zone does he not hit, hit well, see well? Does he struggle against this pitch, that pitch? Mm-hmm. Like, there's all those little things that really, you know, make baseball that chess game, like you said. And once you understand it, to me, it's such a – it's really is, like, such a beautiful game. You know, you have the, the 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 pitcher mindset of what he wants to do, but, you know, he's trying to listen to his catcher as well. And then, you know, the batter's sitting there like, okay, what is he going to do this or is he going to do that? And it's, it's, it's a great sport. I really do think that, if, like, more people, if they would understand it, they would definitely enjoy it more as well. Oh, absolutely. But, We'll get there one of these days, Michael. Well, me and you are going to make baseball a global sport again. We're going to make baseball great again. Facts. Can I say that? I mean, whatever. You know what? Why not? And, you know, what actually got me into baseball and really loving it, actually trying to echo it, if you will, was uh, David Weathers. He was a closing pitcher for the Reds. Like He was a heavier guy. He kind of looked like me. You didn't think he was going to do good. But it seemed like I just, for some reason, I won't say I connected with him, but, like, I just I knew and understood exactly what he was going to do. And Chris Welch, shout out Chris Welch, who I've tried to get to come on the show. He's a broadcaster for the Reds who used to play. He was a pitcher. So listening to him talk and kind of get into the meat of it a little bit and kind of tell what's going on helped out a lot too. But it always seemed like David Weathers would get up an old 2 count on him and do, like, a breaking away ball where you try to get him to – get at it, and if they don't, you know, who cares? You've got that one pitch. And then the next pitch was always inside. You're like, okay, you've got his depth of reaching way out here where he's check swinging at it, and you come back in, and it's going to come on to him fast, and it's going to look a lot faster what it is. And if they don't bite on either one of them, well, you throw a fastball outside, and they expect it to go into break again, and they're punched out every time. I mean, it was just perfect. I mean, it was poetic, really. Yeah, I think baseball is kind of that sport for a lot of people as well because – I mean, you just look at the different people that have played it. Uh, you can look at Bartolo Colon, <laughs> a, mm-hmm. a big dude. You would never 40s. think that he's irrelevant. Yeah, he's playing into his forties. You know, he's got a he's got a nice gut on him. <laughs> you know, doesn't look like you know your typical god who plays football. I mean, the football players take off their shirts. They got twenty six packs underneath. You know, Bartolo Colon uh, takes off his shirt. He's got a keg. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a little bit of a difference there. And then, you know, you can go to Altuve, who's, who's yeah. you know, you know 4'10 on a good day. Still, listen, I still hate Altuve. Still can't say anything good about him. Um, we know. We know. Yeah, Aaron Judge, who's six, like eight, two seventy five, should be playing tight end. And, mm-hmm. and he's still somehow one of the better players. Like, there really is somebody for everybody to look up to. And I, baseball really just definitely connects with a lot of people, I would say. But – also, you know, these trades, I the trades were unbelievable. Like you said, they was Eddie Rosario a trade as well, I believe? I, I think, think so. He didn't start with the team. I know that. I don't know if it was just a pickup or anything like that. Guess what? NLCS MVP batted 383 in the postseason. 383. 383. The next close on the team a, was Mr. Freddie Freeman, and he batted 303. 80 points mm-hmm. better. I was going to say, in an era where if you're batting 240, 250, you're doing good. Yeah, I mean, you bat 290. If you bat 300 at all, 300 on the dot, you might win a batting title these days. So, 
batted 383 uh, NLCS MVP. I think he had like 23 hits or, or, or 25 hits in the postseason, which I think was second oh, yeah. uh, all time, which is just an unbelievable number. And then mm-hmm. you even go over to Solaire, who was another person that obviously, like we said, got traded onto the team, batted 300, mm-hmm. had a 391 on base percentage, uh, 800 uh, slugging percentage. Six hits. He only had six hits in the World Series. Three of them were home runs. He had six <laughs> RBIs, four runs scored, three walks, and he start, only struck out seven times. He only had what? six hits in the World Series. That was World Series MVP. But here's the other thing, too. That kind of proves to me that hits don't matter sometimes. It's, it's the time of them. Because, Michael, I don't know if you agree with me or not. Once he hit that home run, the game was over. Yeah. And yeah, like I, uh, they on. just kind of kept adding to it after that. Oh no, they absolutely did, and you know that's a that's another thing that that home run that was. Listen, you want to talk about home runs and how far some of them go? Oh, you know, just yeah. listening and seeing the reactions of a bunch of people like that was a very far home run. Listen, shout out my my guy, Michael K. As I always say, was listening to the show today. And they were talking about the World Series, obviously. And obviously, Michael K., the Yankee announcer, he's been to they, – they play the Astros. He's been there. He said, I've never seen a ball hit there, ever. Really? So, I mean, so Larry was doing something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did something right. And then, you know, Michael, you said in the chat, and I think that it was a really cool thing as well, of how global like the sport really is. Uh, you know, you had uh, we're, we're probably gonna have the MVP be from Japan. Uh, Solaire is from where? I said it in the chat. I, I know you did. Let me look, let me look him up. I want to get this right. I don't want to, you know, Jorge I know Solaire. I'm meeting uh, Vlad, Vlad Jr. He's oh, actually he's... from Cuba. Cuba, 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 because Vlad, he was raised in Dominican, but he's actually born in Canada. I mean, there's just people from all over Mm -hmm. winning, winning big awards in baseball. So another cool thing to see there. Um, But yeah, just a a kind of an improbable run for them. I mean, you you go back and look at it. uh, I didn't see it happening, obviously. Michael, you had them winning the World Series this year. I, I think. Oh, Michael, let's be honest here. You had them winning the World Series with you know, their their normal team. It doesn't even, matter who. Oh, listen, I know it doesn't matter, but I'm just saying. Doesn't matter. You had who. your you had your doubts even when we were picking. You said that you were only picking them because you did it from the beginning of the year. Hey, I stay true to my gut, and look what happened. I look like you a know, genius. You you make a good point. You do make a good point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just look at their, you look at their run. They beat the Brewers, who were obviously better than them, uh, throughout the regular <laughs> season, of course. Well, yeah, throughout the regular season, then they go on and, and beat the defending champion Dodgers, who mm-hmm. what had a hundred five wins or something, I want to say. Um, oh, and then man. they go on and, and beat the Astros, who have been in the World Series three out of the last five years, uh, and had a solid season in itself. So. A great run by them. And I think what we can all say is the most important part was that Freddie Freeman got that ring. Oh, definitely. I needed that. Like, I – have you ever watched the E60 on Freddie Freeman? 
I have not. He's got he's got you know kind of an emotional story. Um, really? Yeah, I, he has a couple brothers, I believe. Uh, his mom ended up dying when he was you know at a younger age. I think like eleven or twelve. She had cancer, um, so she ended up dying. And then one day, crazy story. His dad, believe it or not, was um like not feeling well or something, and. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, we have to go to the hospital. And his dad was like, listen, I'm not going. And, like, Freddie just wouldn't leave him alone. And he was like, all right, fine, whatever. And the, the doctors came in and was like, oh, good thing you came. Because uh, if you went to sleep, you weren't waking up. Oh, wow. I guess, I guess he had, like, a, a blockage in his heart or something like that. And he had to, you know, change his diet and, you know, get a surgery and all things like that. So, I mean, just a, a, a great story from him. Oh, look at that, Michael. You're joining? Oh, no, you're not. No camera. I st- still don't have the camera. I've got audio now, but I don't have camera. Somehow my microphone, it said it was blocked, but my camera is not. So go figure. My bad. I was hoping it would work. There. I'm back out. There we go. I'm still working on it, guys. Trust me. I don't like looking down at this camera or my phone here. <laughs> yeah, but Freddie's got a nice story, and uh, we're happy that he won his ring. Dusty doesn't get his. And, you know, another underlooked one, Ron Washington was on the Brave staff. He got his ring as well. That is so, true. Uh, that I, is true. I think, I think he's been in baseball for like 50 years, something like that. Goodness. And, and hadn't gotten his. I think he made it to the World Series twice before that. Obviously, mm-hmm. most recently with the Rangers that one year when, you know, Nelson Cruz just couldn't make that catch. I don't know why he was playing the outfield. That should have never happened, but. I'll tell you what, this is a good angle for my beard. I'm sorry. You know, I'm going mid at best. Definitely going mid at best. I'm jealous. I, listen, I look fantastic. Yo, I gotta, you see this, though? I got to shave this little part right here. Because, you know, it what starts part? getting into the mouth. And it's real annoying. Hey, it's, yeah, it's going right over the lip. Michael, you act like you're so much better. I mean, like I said, mid. Yeah. Not even curls is that sad. Like it, it's actually longer. Anyways, so speaking of the World Series, now that it's over, uh, what's next? Congratulations, Braves. Congratulations, Freeman. Congratulations, yes. young Freeman kid. But now, well, Michael, before we get to the free agents, mm-hmm. I want to get into somebody who won't be a free agent, even though he technically could have been. Because Buster Posey has retired. Yes. Yes, he has. It's a sad day over there in the baseball world. Uh, He won an MVP, three-times World Series champion. He was a rookie of the year, four-time Silver Slugger, won a gold glove, seven-time All-Star, and a one-time batting champion as well. And a one-time broken foot. I was going to say, what do you think he's most known for? Because I think, I mean, listen, I know that he had a great career. But it really might still be the Buster Posey rule. You can't no more plowing over catchers, and that's because of him. Oh, absolutely. I think, sadly, it'll always be like, oh, what could have been with him because that hurt him quite a bit. And then, I mean, it changed the game, uh, at least the style and the rule there. But uh, I think he's a great player, will always be a great player. But at the same time, I kind of think that that's going to always be his little calling card is what happened to him on that play. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was 
a, that was a bad hit. <laughs> it really oh, was. I mean, it knocked him out. How wasn't he? That was probably the a year and a half. He was a year, I think, uh, at least a year. I know, but I would say that was probably the worst injury I've seen in baseball. Um, I mean, there's been a few. You remember? I don't know if you remember all those years ago, uh, Kendris Morales when he hit the walk off home run and jumped on home plate, broke his ankle. Um, I remember that, but. I mean, that's your own fault being stupid. And it was kind of hidden a little bit. Oh, wow, Celtics beat the Heat 95-78. That's amazing. Anyways, uh, that one was, you know, in-game, mid-play, like everyone's going 100 miles per hour, and then you just kind of seen that leg flop there a little bit. I feel like that was way worse than the – I think it was Angels, right, when he jumped on the plate and and broke his ankle and he was done for the year. Like that, forgive me, but that's a moron injury. Yeah, I to mean, me. everybody does that. Yeah, everybody so, jumps but, on home plate. But Buster, it was you know a bang bang flop. Like it's almost he like got, the no, I want to say it's a, Kevin Ware from the Louisville Cardinals college. Oh, where no, that, like, there's nothing yeah. worse than that. That was disgusting. That one was bad, but that I mean, one was Buster's ankle was that. Oh yeah. Now, Michael, I got a question for you though, and and this is no, it's not moving. Really it's actually water. Well, oh. no, not that. Although my mom did find this one brand, it's called I don't know what actually I don't know what the brand's called, but it's butter pecan moonshine. One of the greatest things I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah, where's it made it? I have no idea. Okay. I'll, I'll check out the bottle for you, Michael. After there you go. I'd say it's probably Kentucky or Tennessee. Probably. I would. I would. I would assume. I probably would assume. Now, do you? It seems like a simple question, but is Buster Posey a Hall of Famer? I think yes, and I know there's been some controversy going on. I can't remember the other guy that they were talking about that should be a Hall of Famer if Posey is because he has five rings. Uh, Do you know who they were talking about? Have you seen that? Well, there is somebody that I have compared to Buster Posey that I think needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And in fact, Mr. Uh, oh gosh, oh, I can't say now. I, I forgot his name. Oh no, not the person. I just forgot the per like forgot the person who agreed with me. Okay, it was uh. Hold on, I'm gonna find it right now. Nick Davis, the the producer of the uh, Mets 30 for 30 that I had the pleasure of interviewing, agrees with me on this point. Mm-hmm. Now I'll tell you some numbers first, Michael. So this player okay. has 58 more hits than Buster Posey. Um, yeah, I think I shared that on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. Perret, Paldez. No, well, you're totally wrong. Keep going, because he's got five World Series to his three. Well, I don't know how many World Series this person has. Honestly, I should probably know that. Considering, uh, hold on, I could probably. Did he not win a World Series? Is that possible? No, I don't. You know, Michael, it's not important. But uh, this player was also an MVP, a Rookie of the Year, a seven-time All-Star, um, has 58 more hits than Posey. He does have less doubles by about set 60. Uh, he has way. He has about, what is that, 20, 
22, no, 23 more uh, triples than Posey. Um, he has less home runs by about 40. Has less RBIs by about 20. Uh, he has more stolen bases. Uh, less walks, less strikeouts. The batting average is only 10 points. I mean, I don't uh, think Buster Posey was like Hot Wheels out there trying to steal bases, though. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So the person I'm comparing him to is Thurman Munson, who should definitely oh, – okay. come on, Michael. You don't know who Thurman No, no, it wasn't the name that I was thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say. I got, a little con- I got a little concerned here. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. And, mm-hmm. I mean, are those numbers that I just mentioned for Posey that much different than his? I mean, it's – it's back and forth, really, you know, one here, one there, and it's their strong points. So, I mean, here's – I hate to say this because it goes against everything I ever say, but Posey is the kind of guy, though, that everyone just falls in love with. Like, he, he he's everyone's favorite player. You know, he's got that caliber. It's like a Freddie Freeman. Like, it doesn't matter who you cheer for, you love Freddie Freeman. And I, uh, uh, Munson also won three gold gloves and won two World Series. Sorry, I just – I, okay. I didn't see that on the other page, so I wanted to throw that in there for relevancy. Thank you. We we appreciate that. Um, Listen, I'm giving the people thing. here full full context, Michael. That's what they're here for. That's right. Greatness. That's right. And for but, you to fix your computer. But we all know this is just listen, not happening. I am trying. Guys, I am 35 years old. I don't even know how, what I've done. You might have to, Seriously. Might have to call tech support. Is that a thing? Can I call a geek? Is that what they had at uh, Geek Squad over Best there? Buy? Best Buy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think I hey, have a Best Buy good. here, though? Really? No. That's crazy. No. Mike, who you got? The move? closest Best Buy is at least two hours away. Oh, no, Mike, you got to move. No. Have to. I can't have yes. you living in the middle of no. Listen, what if your house caught on fire? Knock on wood. Probably yeah, it has caught probably, on fire before. Oh, <laughs> All right, two dogs in it, man. Thanks, man. Oh, it's a rough my time. God, see. All right, fine. Yeah. Different example. We'll go with a different mm-hmm. example. Michael is home alone. Everybody, picture this. It's it's uh, a couple of weeks before Christmas because you know there's snow okay. on the ground now. Michael's over there trying to be the the big man that he is and shoveling the deck. Uh huh. Slips right down the stairs. Broken leg. Michael, I'm telling you right now, 45 minutes before the ambulance even gets there. Yeah, you're right. That's, 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 that's we can't have that, Michael. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. Sorry, I forgot this. You can see everything I do here with my hands. Uh, my aunt, uh, she actually has passed away now, but back when she was alive, she had some stuff going on where we actually did have to call an ambulance for her. And... We live 15 minutes from the hospital here, right? There's actually a intersection here on our highway where usually you, you can pass and see an ambulance where the people are inside asleep waiting to be called, you know? Legit. But uh, we called, and it took them 45 minutes to get there. When they got there, they said, oh, we went to another road that has the same name on it. We're like, yes, but that's not in the same like little small city. Like, are you serious? And then they actually went on to tell us that the road that we live on on Google Map hasn't updated yet, so they kind of were guessing. 
which is pitiful because you can go on Google Map and I can actually show you my house from where we're at. To be fair, city ambulances any faster. Listen, I could call nine one one ambulances at my house. Ten minutes. Really? I'll put it to you this way. If anyone in my family gets hurt or anything like that and needs an ambulance, I will have them to the hospital before the ambulance can get here. Like I I, I can I can handle the curves, okay? That's what I would do. Even if I broke my foot, I probably would drive myself. Two broken legs, right Michael. You gotta drag yourself back to the house. You're dead. You need life alert. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I know I'm getting you for good, I'm dead anyways. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Michael. A life alert. I'm falling and I can't get up. Yeah, you know what? It, it just has to happen. I'll, not Michael. I, 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 I won't be able to sleep at night now. I'm nervous about you. Uh, you know what? It happens. I'm trying you to mean, get my... You know my, how to fix a computer. Listen, this man, Michael, struggling out here. You might have to drive those two hours to you, your local Best Buy. And I guarantee they haven't done it in about 30 seconds. Oh, I'm sure it's like, dude... Like, I did click on something and it said it was trying to run my camera in another app. But I don't know how to find what my apps are. This is a like, computer. What, are, what, a, what browsers you got on there? You got Google Chrome? What else you got? I got Google Chrome and I've got uh, Microsoft yep. Edge. I think I think StreamYard that, works with Microsoft Edge. What? I think StreamYard works with Microsoft Edge. So why don't you click on... I tried that. Same thing. The, the camera thing? Yep. Now, see, that's just an interesting development. That is absolutely an interesting development. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I can help you, Michael. It's just an, it's just an unfortunate try. thing. But yeah, What's worse whatever. is, you know, I've got a show in a couple of days to do this right back. That sucks. Like, I mean, who cares about the show with you? I mean, you're, you're horrible. Well, it's because I care. You nobody really pays attention to you, Michael. So exactly. uh, it doesn't even matter if you're here or not. In fact, exactly. I was going to do the show alone. I was hoping that I actually could, but Michael decided to pull out the did you? Did you sabotage me somehow? Uh, well, listen, I don't, you know, expose myself, so. You about pulled it off here. Anyways, let's get into some free agency. Yes, Michael. Now, do you want to go with your list? Because I believe you have the top 16, and I, I just put together some random ones. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, I just kind of did this for myself. I actually found it online where I didn't do this. You I actually did. printed it out. Yeah, I, I printed it out. Because finally you're old. Well, I, this way I can actually mark people out and keep it updated. And be like, okay, this person went here and that person went there. I thought that would kind of be nice. But the number one uh, catcher that's on free agency is Buster Posey. So we will mark well, that's, that out. That's just simply awkward. He retired. As far as that, we've got... Oh my goodness! What was I thinking? Me trying to pronounce um, these names. Well, you know, Michael, I got you. Let me just pull up the article. Uh, Mike Zunino. Zunino. Oh, look at you! Ooh, look at there. He has a club option. He's 31 years old. The next one's Manny uh, Pena, and then Tucker Barnhart, who actually just got traded from my Reds to the Detroit. Mm-hmm. So already, Pie Detroit's a big fan of them. Do what? I'm a big fan of the Pie Detroits. Pie Detroits. I was going to say Tigers. Tigers in Detroit. But mm-hmm. uh, after that, you know, uh, Christian Vasquez. The But other than that, you know, already four of the top 
I'm sorry, two of the top four have already been either retired or have been traded to another team. So pitching position is already filling up. Freddie even Freeman, that, like the other ones, the other ones are club options, so we don't even know if they're actual outright free agents yet. Because if they pick right. up the club option, then they're not. Yeah, the only one that doesn't have the club option in the top five is Manny Pena. Okay. And he's 34 years old, so. Well, do you, I'm like, well, how about this? I have the top 50 free agents, positionless, of course. Go ahead. All right. So, number one, I think uh, we can agree with this, is Carlos Correa. Yes. Um, obviously, the shortstop but with the Astros, he didn't get a lot of money. And, you know, you I don't know if you paid attention to, you know, the press conference after the World Series. He kind of said, you know, yeah. I did go up to the point thinking, like, damn, this can be, you know, my last at-bat as an Astro. Uh, they had made him an offer earlier on in the year, I believe, and I think that he thought it was kind of disrespectful, actually. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's leaving. I don't think he's going to be back. And obviously the instant connection goes to the Yankees uh, because they need mm-hmm. a shortstop. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say the Tigers, um, which I guess for the money – can make sense because I guess they have money, but I don't know why he would well, want to go there. Like, don't get me wrong, I will money say, is fantastic, but don't the you Tigers want to have a did look, They did look pretty good after the break. Like, they were winning quite a bit. They were in dead last almost and then actually did make a, a very good push. So I'm not going to dog them on that because they, they did look pretty well. Uh, so they're interesting. I know even Tucker Barnhart, again, a Reds fan, uh, he's already talked about how he's going to be 100, 100% committed. Of course, he's going to be saying that, but he said he's really excited about the lineup that they have and some of the young pitchers and just talking about how leaps they made during the season. So watch out for the Tigers next year. I'm not saying they're going to be the Braves of this year, but I think they're going to make a little bit of noise, and, and if they have a good offseason, who knows? Yeah, you know, baseball is kind of like that sport too, though, where you know one offseason really can change a lot of things, especially if you can just – sit there and spend whatever money you want because there's no salary cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Correa is number one, obviously. Uh, he's been very good. Uh, let's see. The primary uh, – I'll just read a little bit of the uh, synopsis that they have on him. Primary Ooh, uh, knock great. on him was staying healthy, but he played 148 games this year, 26 home runs, 92 RBIs, had a 7.2 war, uh, which that number actually led AL position players. Uh, he has a 131 OPS plus. He's a very good defender. Uh, so yeah, he's and, and you know that's the other thing too. What I like about Correa uh, is I feel like in the big moments he steps up as well. I feel like he he's always played good in in you know the postseason. So that's obviously a plus on him. And it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, the the I almost said wide receiver market because I'm watching the football game right now, but uh, the shortstop market, Michael is obviously going to be flooded this year because there are going to be so many, you know, free agent shortstops. But I think that he is kind of the golden goose of the bunch, to say the least. I don't know. you got your story that's also there. He's a couple years older, but here's the little stat that my sheet shows is that uh, Carlos W.A.R. was 6.6, stories is 6.0. So, I mean, I feel like they're pretty close. And the next one, of course, is uh, – Sager, which is 5.5, and then you have Javi. Huh? Seager. What did I say? Sager? Seager. You're right. 
And then I was looking at Bias, trying to look on ahead of her. I apologize, but I don't think Bias is going to be very exciting yeah. anymore. Uh, I think he does sign back with the Mets just oh. because, well, I mean, he had his spout, but then almost as soon as it happened and everything got said, he started playing a little bit better and they kind of started liking him, I feel like. Yeah. You're Where right. would you think he would go? I mean, back to the Cubs. The Cubs will love him, but after you've seen what he did, who's going to sign him now? Yeah, I, I don't know. I See, here's the thing. I feel like you almost have to re-sign him as a Met mm-hmm. because you trade – like, here's the thing that – and, you know, this is kind of, you know, Mets being Mets. You know, the Yankees got uh, Rizzo for, you know, nobody big. They got Gallo for nobody big. Uh, you even look at, you know, what the Braves did. They got all those players for nobody big. The Mets traded their number one draft pick from like three years ago to the Cubs for Bias. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to so shut like, this thing down. Uh, you traded your number one, your first round draft pick for a mm-hmm. player that you got half of a year. While other teams were making trades for better players, first of all, for less. <laughs> so, in a way, to me, it almost seems like you have to re-sign him or else that just looks even dumber than it did before. Yeah, and that's kind of, I guess, more why I said that too without even knowing it. But I just feel like Bias is going to be one of those pop players that you kind of stay away from, especially anyone else. Like the Mets, they're pretty much all in. I mean, let's just not even talk about the Mets, can we? I mean, that's that's how bad they, they are again. Like they disappointed me. And they so, can't get the GM. I mean, you know Story's not gonna sign back with the Rockies. No, probably not. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I've heard a lot of people talk about the Cardinals for him, which would be kind of interesting. You know, oh, yeah. he reunites with Arenado. Arenado. Uh, I haven't I don't know what because here's a other problem too. I mean, we can sit here and speculate, but like the off season literally just started. Free agency hasn't actually like started yet, mm-hmm. um, so there hasn't been you know too many rumors of where people are going and this that. Right. The only thing the only thing that I've heard definite is that the Yankees are signing a shortstop, and the only reason I know that is because the GM and the owner of the team came out and said, oh, "Yeah, we're going to sign a shortstop." <laughs> So right. uh, that's the only reason I, I haven't heard any other teams that have, you know, said, oh, yeah, we're definitely going after it. Like I said, uh, I guess the Tigers have been connected to Correa. But, I mean, I, I still think Correa is the best shortstop. I mean, seeing him play, uh, I think he's better mm-hmm. than Story. I think he's better than Seager. Uh, I mean, I think that they're all very good. I just think that, you know, Correa is probably, you know, top of the list, but everybody can have their own opinion and we'll see. But I would say Carrera has been seen more. You know, baseball still sadly is regional as they've said, which you should never mention that. But I think when if story gets out to a little bit better of a platform, I think that story will prove that he's actually better. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I'll stamp it. I think story will have a better year than uh Carrera this next year. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Uh, uh, yeah. But whatever. We stick to the shortstop position because the number two free agent they have ranked is, Car- is uh, Corey Seager. Uh, he's only – Overstory? Wow. Yeah, listen, I'm going to give you a hint here, Michael. Hold on. I'm still scrolling. Hold on. I'm still scrolling. 
Oh, look at this. Yeah, you're not going to be happy with Story's ranking here because uh, there's probably two people I disagree with ahead of him. But other than that, actually uh -huh. three people. Uh, three people I disagree that are ahead of him on this list. They have because okay. they have him ranked twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. Number two okay. is Corey Seager. Um, he's going to be twenty-seven on opening day. Uh, obviously, he's been very good for the uh, for the Dodgers. A nice left-handed bat, which obviously always adds things. You know, two teams. You know, can't always be right-handed okay, heavy. On my notes here, it has Seager is already twenty-eight years old. I don't know. This says like this website has their opening day age, and this says Corey Seager twenty-seven. So if the website's wrong, listen, people, <laughs> don't blame me. Are you listen. looking at twenty twenty-one? No, I'm looking at top fifty MLB free agents for twenty twenty-two. Okay. So they got Seager two. Uh, another one that I can't really disagree with at number three is Marcus Simeon. Uh, after the year that he had, uh, he might end up being in the MVP race this year. I mean, he mm -hmm. went crazy. The most home runs hit by a by a second baseman, and he had a seven point one WAR, one hundred and fifteen runs scored, had forty two home runs. I mean, he played unbelievable. I mean, the, like I said, the only problem with him, and I think why he's listed lower is he's 31 on opening day. Mm. So, I mean, that's four years older than Correa and Seager. Uh, number four, they got our boy, Freddie Freeman. Now, that Good. could be interesting. That He'll be, be right back. He's not going anywhere. Freddie is can't. 32. He got his He's ring. been a brave. Michael, we said that about a lot of people. We've said that a lot of, about a lot of people. I He's the one. It, I mean, if I were a gambling man and put any money on anything, I would bet everything I had that Freddie Freeman will be a Brave next year. Listen, all I'm saying is he probably look real good in pinstripes. Just, I'm just oh saying. Oh my goodness! I I don't think he's that kind of a person. Do I don't you? think he is either. But I'm just saying. You know? I mean, you, you see the video constantly where he goes uh, Halloween shopping, Halloweening. I don't know if that's the word. He goes trick-or-treating. Trick there we go. And Jeez. sees a little boy that's dressed up in a Braves outfit. And he goes, hey. By the way, no, no, Michael, by the way, I know exactly what video you're talking about. That kid had no idea who he was. I don't think so. I really do not think so. He's dressed up as Freddie Freeman, and Freddie goes, oh, hey, you're dressed up as me. And the kid just is like. Yeah, and then he goes, he what literally number are no you wearing? He's like, he that's was. my number. Hey, that's my last name. You want a picture? And the boy's like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, no way. By the way, 0% chance that he's a fraud. That little kid is a fraud. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. But let's go back. We even said if Mike Trout were to walk down the streets in New York, he would not be recognized. All right, but see, here's the thing. That's probably true. But – would you dress up as Mike Trout for Halloween if you had no idea what he looked like? I, I mean, don't you think it's I a little know. weird to dress up as somebody you don't even know? Kind of freaky. I mean, have you ever dressed up as a pirate for Halloween? No, Do but I know, know what pirate? pirates look like, Michael. I know what I mean, they look like. This kid didn't even know what he Freddy did looked too. like. He looked, yeah, he had a Braves uniform on, had the right number. I mean, Michael, you're not catching my drift here, ready? I know what a pirate looks like, so I can dress up as a pirate. 
this kid dressed up as Freddie Freeman without knowing what Freddie Freeman looked like. I mean, I heard oh, you say it the first time. I'm with you. Listen, I was never good at math here, but I'm getting I'm getting negative zero on that one. You want to know why, Michael? Because there's no such thing as negative zero. We're You're lost right. here. You're right. Well, whatever. We'll di- we digress. We digress. We'll, we'll we'll continue on. Freddie Freeman, number four, number five. They got Robbie. Oh wow, <clears throat> they got Robbie Ray, starting pitcher Ray. from the Blue from the Blue Jays this year. Probably going to win the Cy Young, so I can't really blame them. And you know what, Michael? This is why I said, I know that you love your Blue Jays, but things could be a lot different this year. Simeon, if they lose Simeon and Robbie Ray, <coughs> oh my god, you're sneezing in everybody's ears. Oh, am I picked? I guess I am in here. I am so sorry. I'm used to my microphone, guys. I apologize. I turned away from it, and see, guys, see what I have to work with here. It's just, it's just unbelievable what I got to deal with. But I didn't know this. Nolan Arenado is actually on, and he can opt out this year too. So you could have Story and Arenado get together and say, "Let's go play for the Blue Jays." Let me go from no. Um, but Robbie Ray, number five, probably going to win the signing. He's probably going to ask for a lot of money. Do mm-hmm. the Blue Jays bring him back? Eh, I don't know how much money the Blue Jays want to spend because uh, they got Ray and Simeon on pretty solid one-year deals, and they're both probably going to want uppers, you know, $30 million a year. Oh, yeah. And they're already paying George Springer a solid amount, so eh, I don't know. I am not sure how that's going to go. Next up, this is – see, this just proves how good he is. Because at age 37 on opening day, he is ranked number six, and that would be Max Scherzer. And I can't really disagree, Michael. I mean, no, he – yeah, I think it's good. Is he a free agent? Oh, he's a free agent, all right. That's why he's on the list, Michael. Does that make sense? I hate you sometimes. <laughs> Number seven is Chris Bryant. Opening day, he will be 30. Um, didn't play. I mean, he was all right this year. I wouldn't say he was anything crazy, but I still think that, mm-hmm. you know, he has untapped potential. And, I mean, he's still only going to be 30. Um which is kind of crazy to me because I feel like he, he came up when he was so young and, like, mm-hmm. him being 30 kind of doesn't make sense to me. But, hey, listen, who am I to argue? Um, what number what eight, position like, do they have him as? They have him as third baseman slash outfield. Okay. Now, Michael, the next person is somebody very dear to your heart. Ooh. You want to take a guess? Well, if it's true – Dear to my heart. Oh, very dear. Oh, oh, would that be Cassianos? Oh, you are correct, Michael. Look at you. Thank you, because he has already opted out. Yes, sir. 30 years old right fielder. Uh, He opted out of two years, $34 million that was left on his deal. But Mm -hmm. he played very well. And, you know, Michael, he's kind of a safety outfielder. Might might, uh, head over to the AL, be a little DH. He won't. I don't think he will. 
because uh, that's one reason why him and Mike Mostowskis came over to the Reds was both of them wanted to prove that they could still field. They they did not want to do the yeah, well, no, Listen, by the way, Castellanos didn't really prove he could feel, field. Not very good. Uh, he, he pretty much proved he could do anything he wanted to. Especially hit home runs in untimely situations. Um, and then see this, Michael, is where we get into the part where I start disagreeing with okay. the list of where. See, I would put Trevor Story right here, number nine. But um, they have Starling Marte uh, at number nine, center fielder. He's going to be thirty-three on opening day. Um, so he's obviously not going to get a, a big deal, but. I mean, hey, he was very good when he got over there to the A's, so I guess I can't really, you know, fight it too much, but I don't know. I don't think I would put him here. I can't believe Ian Desmond still plays. He's a free agent. <clears throat> 36 years old. Any thoughts on uh, Mr. Marte? At 33 years old, I mean, Centerfield. You're probably is... getting a three-year deal, max. Yeah, and he, I mean, his WAR this year was 6.7. So, I mean, he's still playing a good, productive game. I want to say I remember when he played for the Pirates, and I hated him because he was a red killer. So, I mean, he's still going to get you good numbers. I mean, the era has changed where it doesn't matter about strikeouts anymore. As long as you're getting on base with hits, with fingers, I mean, you'll be okay. Uh, I feel like it's a little high for him with some of these pitchers and, and different people here, but I'm okay with it. Keep going. Uh, number 10, they have Marcus Stroman. Uh, okay. Starting pitcher, obviously. Uh, he'll be 30 on opening day. Uh, I guess he did have a solid season. He had 33 starts, uh, posted a 3.02 ERA, 2.2 uh, walks per nine, uh, through 179 innings. So definitely not bad, but I don't know. Number 10? Maybe. Maybe. And, Michael, this is one I think that you'll have an issue with at number 11, who's once still – we haven't gotten Trevor Story. They they have Javi Baez at 11. Oh, no, absolutely not. I don't think so <laughs> at all. I mean, the dude – yeah, no, I'm just going to say no on that and keep on going. <laughs> then no, they they've have got him ranked way too high. Yeah, he's a very good fielder, don't get me wrong. But – uh Kind of lost me. He's a loose cannon. Again, right? I guess. I get. Wow, is this true? Wow. In his final twenty-six games of the season, Baez batted three sixty-six, with a ten twenty-four OPS, five homers, five stolen bases, and fourteen home runs. Hmm. I know. I mean, after man. everything went down, like he did start playing better. I didn't realize his numbers were like bad, but still don't like you. Yeah, no, I still think he's too high. There. Then we have your boy story. Uh, I'll read the little synopsis here they got for him. Story struggled at the plate in 21. Uh, previous three years, he averaged 292, 355, 554 slash. Uh, this year, it was only 251, 329, and 471. So definitely had a down year. Um, but I still think he's, he's you know, a, a solid shortstop. He's going to be 29 uh, on opening day. So nothing, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. That's your boy, though, Michael. You got anything for him? I still think he's going to have a great year. He's going to be getting out of Colorado. Like, there was nobody there to protect him in the batting lineup. There's no one this there to, to pitch around. I do think that had a problem. And honestly, 
if you play for Colorado and all year long you think, hey, I'm going to be traded at some point, and you're never traded, I mean, that's going to mess with your mental game just a tad bit. So. Yeah, I still can't believe he wasn't traded. Literally yeah, can't like, believe it. I don't even think Colorado could believe that they didn't trade him. So don't sleep on him. I think he's going to have a great bounce bounce back year. I'm going to say he's going to be the number one shortstop next year for the ones that are on free agency. I don't care what right. position they've got him ranked. We're going to have to take a look. Um, Kevin Gosman. See, I don't know what this – oh, that must be the amount of starts they made in the season. Okay, now I get that. Um, okay. This says opening day. He's going to be 29. Uh, they have him at 13. Uh, he was very good this year. He had a 2.81 ERA, 33 starts, 10.6 Ks per nine inning, 2.3 walks per nine. Uh, so he played very well. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. You know, we talk, I talked, you know, a little bit about how the Blue Jays are going to look different. Michael, did you know that four of the Giants starting pitchers are free agents this year? Really? And they lost Posey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Longoria is a free agent. <laughs> so, uh, I might, I, uh, listen, I know they played very well this year. Michael, I'm not going to lie to you. Might take the under on their wins next year. Just saying. I don't have Longoria on the list as being a free agent. Oh, all right. Maybe I'm wrong. But I thought I heard something about Longoria. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's possible. Um. Or at least in my rankings that I have here. Uh Uh-huh. 14, they have Kyle Schwarber. Eh, I don't know how much I really like Schwarber. I mean, I feel like he's he's all right, you know? Yeah. He'll be be 29. And then, you know, we'll just run down the list a little bit. Uh, 15, they got Chris Taylor. I didn't know this. Carlos Rodon, number 16, he is a free agent. Uh, had a nice bounce back year. Uh, another player that I wonder if people will take a chance on at number uh, 17 here, they have Noah Syndergaard. Uh, obviously missed the entire year. But I think he pitched four innings this year because he had he was recovering from Tommy John. I think he pitched the last, like, two games of the season, mm-hmm. which is just weird to me. Um, obviously, Mr. Clayton Kershaw. Got to see what's going to be going on with him. Did the Dodgers bring him back? He's had some injury issues these past few years. He's another one that, you know, you can't really seem to think of in a different uniform, but you never know. Uh, we have Justin Verlander also going to be a free agent. I was actually going to mention him. That's, that's a guy I'm kind of interested in. He's number 19. Wow, he's only made one start since 2019. Wow. That's crazy to think of. Um. Number 20, they have J.D. Martinez, the D.H. Uh, I think that he has to stay in a um, American league. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's not a very good fielder. Uh, Jorge Soler might get a nice little um, <laughs> nice little treat for his you know, World Series performance. Eddie Rosario, after that postseason performance, might get a nice little treat. Uh, you got Eduardo Rodriguez on the – the Red Sox, uh, Avasa. Oh my gosh, I can never say his name. It's oh, I can't even say. It. I'm not even gonna attempt it. Garcia, outfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I can't. No, I'm not, I can't say it. Just doesn't compute in my head. It doesn't transfer 
to the mouth. Can't do it. Um, John Gray, Rossio, uh Iglesias, Anthony Rizzo, you know, probably mm. coming back to the Yankees, though. Apparently, he told his family that he wants to come oh, back. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I've been told. Um, Kenley Jansen, Steven Matz, Nelson Cruz, and then, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, Michael Conforto. See, another another Giants pitcher here with Anthony Desclafani. Um, A.J. Pollock, Eduardo Escobar, Jock Peterson. Uh, yeah, so definitely a bunch of free agents, Michael. And uh, listen, this is just the beginning. We haven't even, you know, had the official start of free agency yet. So, Oh, yeah. Of course, we may not even have this a season. True. Michael, I think we uh I think that's a nice I think that's a nice tease. I think we save it for next week. What do you think? Yeah, oh, yeah definitely I, so. Do a nice little episode on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Dang it, so it's you know still not working. <laughs> I think that'll end it though. We got through that it with you on your good. phone. We got exactly we got through it with you on your phone. We survived. I think everyone sneezed. I apologize for the sneeze, guys. Exactly. You know, it was a great show no matter what. That's Michael, right. That's right. What do you have for everybody before we go then? <clears throat> uh, guys, as you usually can see, go follow me at uh, MDLawson00 on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can actually look in all three of my bios and find my link, link tree to find all my good stuff. Also, uh, I want to also give a shout out that this Saturday we have our Count the Bucket about to drop a new logo that we just worked on yes, a little bit. Look at that, Michael C. There you go. What's that? Oh, just fix it. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. MD Lawson 00. But a Count the Bucket will be at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time this Saturday. We may have some, uh, some guests with us talking about how Miami Heat has been playing hot right now. They've been lighting it up. Miami Wildcats, because I'm a Kentucky boy. Got my guys down there. Tyler Hero will be sixth man of the year. Just throwing that out there. But yeah, that's all my stuff as of right now. All right. Uh, as for me, I have Generational Sports 7 Eastern uh, Mondays. Me and Josh talk about everything over there in the sports world. And Michael, I'm still waiting for you to see what I did to your name. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. Wow. Yeah, that's right. And Michael has no control. He can't even change it back. That's the best part. Um, anyway, so. can you? You might be able to. Uh, honestly, I'm afraid to because I'll be knocking it everywhere. Don't worry, Michael. I'll change it back. I don't want to make you cry it's or cool. anything. I don't make totally you cry. fine. I know right. you're an emotional guy. I mean, I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, generational sports. That is Mondays at 7 Eastern. Me and Josh talk about everything. And obviously, I got to shout out the plug. As always, we've been sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. You know, best place out there to get some uh, your over-unders in. They got rivals over there. So, you know, if you think one person's going to score more points than the other, you can pick them. Uh, they have drafts as well. And they are currently matching everybody's first deposit up to $100. So make sure you go over there. Use code GENZ at sign up. Help your boys out. Uh, we're very excited to be partnered with them. Very cool situation for us. Uh, Tuesdays, we have the hard count with me and CJ. Michael, you're not the only guy that's working on a new logo, by the way. Just saying. Hard count might have something coming soon. Oh, so maybe nice. you know, have a be, be on the lookout for that. That's at 9 Eastern. Talking everything in the football world. Obviously, we'll break down 
you know, game by game and then go on to the next week as well. Talk about storylines. And then, like Michael said, make sure you tune back into this show. Follow our Twitter, Backstop Banter, over yeah. there, where we break down you everything too. going on in baseball. Um, Michael, we're changing the time, right? We're going at nine now. Yes, we'll be at nine as long as we can. <laughs> nine yeah, o'clock. As long as, as long as Michael's computer actually works on time. That's the truth. So, All right, gone. be back nine Eastern people for us. Put that Twitter, gun down, Anthony, man. Listen, calm down, Michael. Uh, Twitter, Anthony Conover underscore Gen Z Sports for the pod. Like I said, follow Backstop Banter as well. But with that being said, uh, I guess that uh, well, hold on, Michael, hold on. Oh, there we go. We will uh, we will see everybody next time.